all business owners can learn lots from little kids like us. So listen up to my daddy today, folks. Welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm your host, Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation, and I'm here to help you get unstuck so you can rapidly grow your business. As a performance coach for small business owners, I know how vital it is for you to truly embrace entrepreneurship from the inside out, which includes transforming your mindset and using strategies that really work with your unique talents, skills, and entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 97 and I hope you enjoyed that introduction from my eldest son Caius. I actually would have got him to stick around and co-host this episode with me but it was getting to bedtime but I definitely think it would make for a very interesting podcast episode in the future if I have him come and have a conversation together as well so watch this space. And today's episode is in fact inspired by our children and how they are reacting to the current situation. If you're listening to this episode live or just after it's published, we are in the midst of the lockdown here in Scotland with the coronavirus and it means that we are having the pleasure of having our children in the house 24-7, which I'll put my hands up to say is not normal for us because obviously Kais is normally at school, Aaron's at nursery a couple of days and then we are normally here, there and everywhere and my mum and dad and Shireen's mum and dad are very heavily involved in our lives in many ways. So definitely it has been a roller coaster ride in the Sharif household. We are adjusting, we're finding new ways of all working together and living together and not wanting to strangle each other. And it's still very early days in terms of the lockdown of what has been predicted and how long it's going to last. So definitely fun times ahead with lots of learnings. And I'm sure after this, and we look back on it in many years time and look back and think what a privilege it was to have this time, this extended period of time with our loved ones around us. And I loved it in terms of, I saw this on Instagram, so I can't exactly remember who it came from, but there was obviously so much talk and even the way that we were talking in our family WhatsApp groups, it was like, oh, we're stuck in the house. And then actually seeing a reframe, somebody said on one of the posts, you're not stuck in your house, you're safe in your house. And that reframe honestly made a huge impact for me because I thought, yep, It just goes to show and remind me that the words that we focus upon, what we're saying to ourselves, massively impact how we're thinking, how we're feeling, and therefore how we're acting as well. So it is about understanding and again, still being kind to ourselves because we are going through a whole roller coaster of emotions and coming to terms with this and dealing with this and we are all doing this in different ways. So that's why in the last episode, I really wanted to make sure that you are being kind to yourself and you're doing what's right for you. And I've had lots of people comment and reach out to me after that episode saying thank you because they were feeling a bit guilty about how they were feeling or thinking that they're not acting in the way that they should be acting. But it's given them that permission to say they could just do what's right for them at different periods and they know that things might change in the way that they feel and what they do will be adaptable and flexible over this period. 
So going back to what we can learn from children, so whether that's your own children or you could borrow my children for this episode, and children in general. And I know that this is a bit of a blanket statement. It's a bit of a generalization. So you might be sitting here thinking, my kids are not acting like that or they're doing things differently. Well, kids are just like adults. We all have different personalities. We all have different makeups as well. But what I've noticed over these last week and a half to two weeks in this situation that we're finding ourselves in is how actually kids really are resilient. And we as business owners can learn so much from them as well to help ourselves as adults or big kids and also how that translates into what we're doing in our business as well. So there's five key things that I have kind of recognized that I'd love to share with you on this episode. The first one is actually taking a step back and going right back to the core of what's actually important to them. And what I've noticed is in times that we're faced with at the moment, this is really where we get to strip back all the layers, all the noise, well, not really the noise, especially in our house with three boys, but really strip back the what's actually important to what they want. What do they thrive on? What's actually the thing that they really crave for? And a lot of those things are just really basic that we absolutely can still do even when in a lockdown type of situation. And that is things like having time, having attention, having fun, playing, having adventures, being creative, learning, and just basically acting like children. But in the everyday, I call it BC before Corona, I'll be honest, our lives were pretty hectic. We'd have busy weeks. Guys would be at school. We'd then have things after school clubs. Then weekends came and it was like kids parties or going to the cinema or trying to do things that were kind of like activities all of the time. And we're not getting to do that at the moment. But still, we're actually, with the simplicity that surrounds us by being in the house, we're still having lots of fun. We're still having movie nights. Yes, they're not in the cinema, but it's still time to share movies with them. Thank God we've got things like Disney Plus that's got launched and Netflix and Amazon Prime and Now TV. We've been taking the boys down a trip down memory lane in some of the films that Shireen and I watched when we were younger. And we've enjoyed just kind of being in that moment with them as well. So really, even though we might not have all those other things that they're used to or that we're used to doing, actually, they really often don't care about that. It's the simple things that really make the difference. So what can we learn from that in terms of to build our resilience around? Well, a lot of what I've been doing with my coaching clients over the last couple of weeks as they're going through this whole experience as well is helping them to really tune back into what's actually important to them around business particularly and obviously life and one of the first things I do with a coaching client a business owner is we really uncover what their values are and values is just a fancy name for what's important to you and I've done previous podcast episodes all about this so a link to that over on the show notes So you can find them over at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 97. Or just scroll down in your app and you should see a link to that episode. 
And what effectively it allows us to do is to see really what matters to us. And our values are massively connected to what motivates us or what demotivates us. So in times like now, if you can understand what your motivators are, i.e. your values, it gives you that chance to see, okay, what are the things that can still get ticked off in terms of what is important to you, but also become really aware of the things that might be a bit more challenging or you might have to adapt to a little bit more to recognise these are the things that might rock the boat in the circumstances that you're in at the moment. So for example, some of my top values in relation to business is making a difference, having trust and respect, having authentic connections, seeing results, seeing progression and challenge, credibility and knowledge, being in control, money, learning and growth, leading, innovation, flexibility, fun and having stability slash security. So last week I got my list of values and they're always stuck on the corner of my iMac here. I basically wrote them all out and I did a bit of a audit on them to see, okay, with what's happening right now, what are the things that I can still be really focused on and knowing that that's not changed and I can still fulfill that value? And things like making a difference, having trust and respect, having authentic connections, they are still things that I can do, things that I actually still have as well. And then it was about seeing results. Well, I'm a very results-orientated person, so that's where I then looked back and thought, okay, what were some of the goals that I had set? What is still realistic and what needs to be adapted so that I've got some focus to allow me to still have that feeling that actually results can still happen and they will still happen. Does that make sense? So that was one value that if I didn't focus in on, that could be the thing that would start grating on me if things were starting to kind of change and I wasn't feeling again in control. And that is another one of my values. So I was then looking at, okay, what are the things that I can do to allow me to be in control? What are the things that I can't control? And okay, how do I come to peace with that? Is there things I can influence around it? And again, I talked about that on the previous episodes as well about how to deal with uncertainty. And then also looking at, well, learning and growth. During this period, how can I learn? What can I be tapping into in terms of learning new skills, learning new behaviours, learning new ways to lead my clients? But also for me, what do I want to learn during this period? And I was looking at some of the online courses that I've invested in, choosing what ones are going to be a priority for me to dive back into and look at how am I going to utilize that and learn. So by doing that, it really allowed me to recognize that actually there's a lot of things that in my world can still get ticked off, but then recognizing that actually there are things like flexibility that is important to me. So it's allowed me to go, how can I really just ramp that up even more, embrace the flexibility that's required in these times, and also recognizing that, yes, stability and security is important to me. That has been rocked in many ways in the world that we're in, in terms of the way that we are operating our home life, with the kids being off nursery and at school, not having the clarity around how long it's going to last for. Things like that can actually feel a little bit uncertain. So therefore, that kind of is one value that I recognize 
that if I start to feel demotivated or things just don't feel right, then I can tap into in terms of is that the value or what particular values do feel like it needs a bit of attention. And sometimes it's just recognizing and saying, hey, I understand why I'm feeling like that and that's okay. Awareness can make a huge difference. So again here, that's a big lesson I learned around the kids because at the core of what's important to them, a lot of that can still be fulfilled in the same way that it can be for us in our business. So if you have done a values elicitation with me in the past, if you are a coaching client, I know many of my clients do listen to the podcast as well, then make sure you do dig that out. And again, in some of our coaching sessions, I'm sure we'll be talking about that if we haven't already. And if you don't know what's important to you, this is a perfect time for you to take some time out and actually dig in to figure out what is important to you. So please do reach out to me if I can help you to bring that to life. I typically do that in a one-off unstuck coaching session to really dive into that in great detail. And also, like I said, there is a podcast episode that gives you more information on that as well. So check out the link in the show notes. The second thing that kids can teach us is about having a routine and also keeping things short and snappy. So effectively, me and Shireen, like many parents out there, have now also taken on the role of being a school teacher as well as being parents. And when we were trying to figure that out, and it is still work in progress, well, we thought, oh, we've got to fill in a whole day, the whole school time that he's normally away for Kai's. What are we going to do to fill that up? So the first day, it was pretty much a, a timetable. And then we quickly realised, with the help of Kai's, that the way they actually learn at school is through lots of variety, lots of short exercises. They do have some routine in terms of the things they do, i.e. they do maths and then they do literacy and when do they do PE, etc. But then how they go about doing those type of learning and activity, there's a lot of flexibility around it. So it allowed us to also look and see, actually, they're not just sitting at a desk doing work, work all the time. So it gave us that chance to kind of work with guys to go, okay, what are some of the things that you want to do? We've now got topic areas or themes, and then we have a conversation to say, okay, what are we going to do today? Because again, in school, they don't do all the subjects in primary school all day, every day. They kind of mix up. So Kais does like having a routine and his jobs, as he calls it. And even his um, teachers told us in his last parents evening that he loves actually having that routine. So he knows what to do. He's always looking at that list. So we're thinking, how do we then bring that into our new working world? And that includes doing certain things that are out there, resources, for example. In the mornings, we do Joe Wicks, the PE teacher across the world now, as he's claimed his title to be, and also known as the body coach. Great job that he's doing there. I'm loving the fact even from that, it's short, it's snappy, it then gives a bit of a routine, and also it's a lot of fun. So what could we learn from that as a business owner? Well, you might know from previous episodes, I'm a big fan of the Pomodoro technique, which is essentially working in short blasts. So 25 minutes of work, five minute break, 25 minutes on, five minutes off, 25 minutes on, and then having a longer break. So again, things like that, having it short and snappy can allow us to keep our attention, to allow us to have something to work towards, 
but also it allows us to keep a routine. And again, in the world that we're in at the moment, your routine might look quite different compared to what it was before. You might not be traveling as much. You might not be working in the exact environment that you're used to as well. So how can you find a new routine that works for you rather than just letting things go completely unorganized? Because that then allows us still to have that sense of control, if that's important to you, and also that sense of achievement as well. And again, even in the way that I'm working, things have changed. I used to work from home quite a fair bit, but actually when I was home, I was effectively by myself, not having Shireen or the boys around. And then there was times that I'd work in my office in the city centre, but that's changed in terms of as it is currently. So again, I've changed the way in terms of I'm taking bookings for calls I'm giving myself more breaks in between so that I can go and help out with the boys. I can play with them. I can give Shireen a hand as well because luckily she is on maternity leave at the moment. So we're both not trying to fit our jobs or our businesses kind of around educating, stimulating, cooking, cleaning, doing everything for the boys. That would definitely be even more challenging. And I know so many parents out there are having that juggle at the moment. So What is that routine that can help you and your business? And it might be a temporary routine and it might mean that you have to experiment, but really having a routine can really help make you even more resilient and to help you to still feel like you are making progress and seeing results. The third thing that I've noticed is how kids are really adaptable. So yes, their life has changed in terms of they've not got school, but also it's not school holidays because, yes, let's face it, they are used to being off quite a fair amount of time as well. But holiday time's typically planned for with lots of activities, lots of play dates and all these other fun and adventures or going away places. And that's not happening at the moment. So they're still learning, they're still activities and it's about working differently for them. They don't have their normal teachers. They're not working in the same way. Kaisa School have given access to worksheets and things to keep them learning. We've got apps, technology that they can tap into. So all of that is quite new and it is about embracing what they can do. And I'm loving the fact that actually kids are so resilient in the sense of they go, right, what can we do? They don't necessarily mope about it for too long. They typically embrace different challenges. They still like learning. And I think we can learn a lot from them. So they can be quite creative in the way that they do approach things. So for example, earlier today, Caius and Aaron were outside and they're like, Daddy, come and see our den. And I looked and they've basically got two sets of football goals together and they've got their toys and they were literally having a kind of an adventure there. And I love the fact it was creativity. They were having lots of fun. They were outside getting some fresh air. And again, I just think we can learn a lot about how can we be adaptable in our businesses. And I've seen so many businesses out there, business owners being adaptable all the way to small businesses where they had things that were planned for, such as conferences, and they've turned them into virtual conferences, the way that people are working with their clients, the products, the way that they are doing promotions. It's about how do we adapt to that all the way to big, large organizations really stepping up to help with what's happening around the world. I saw today on the news how some of the Formula One 
car manufacturers are actually working together to help design and scale up the production of ventilators. And it's just allowing us to see where can we absolutely add value still and how can we be adaptable. And I honestly would encourage you to think about what can you do that might allow you to be even more adaptable. And that's why sometimes thinking outside the box will allow you to be inspired and allow you to see what can you do in times like these particularly. And then the fourth thing that really I think we can learn from kids and young people is how connections with other people make a huge impact from them in terms of socially, in terms of how they learn from each other and how they interact. And for our boys, they're typically around kids their age, their friends or cousins for a large part of their week, whether that's at school or social events as well. So if they weren't having that, I can imagine they would be miserable and they would be real brats or a Glasgow word if you want to learn it is they'd be real idiots. But I know and we recognise that actually small amounts of connections can make a huge difference for them in terms of for them to feel that they're not in this together, that they're still having lots of fun. And I love the fact that, again, they've been really adaptable. So now they have been introduced to the wonders of technology where they're having group Zoom calls with cousins and also with friends. And they're getting so much from it in terms of still connecting with people and having fun around it as well. And it's also letting me play becoming a school teacher. I actually used to think that if I wasn't doing what I'm doing, that I actually would choose to be a teacher. So it's given me a little bit of a taste and let's say that I'm glad I do what I do instead. (laughs) Huge respect to teachers out there. But really what we decided to do was get my cousins together and their kids and my niece and nephew, and Kais, and I've got them all on basically a group call last week. I got to check in with them to see how they're all feeling. I got them to suggest different topics that they might be interested in. We got a whole list of topics, and we chose one, and the first one was poisonous animals, and then I set them some fun tasks. They went away, they then did pictures, and fact files, and drawings, and watched documentaries, and basically... They came back at the end of the week and they did a bit of a show and tell and we had some of the parents on the Zoom call and it was lots of fun. They were learning, they were inspiring each other. But the biggest thing that I really think they're getting from this is having that connection, having that sense of purpose, a project and something that they're focused upon as well. So I set them a next task and this week they are working on different sites of London because I'm a huge fan of London. So they're going to come back and they're all going to show us what they've learned and what they've created around the different sites. So me and Sheen will be having fun getting Caius learning all about Buckingham Palace. That's his site that he is focusing on this week. So what does that mean for you and your business and me? Who are you hanging around with in these times? Who are you connecting with? Are you part of a mastermind? Are you part of a buddy system? Are you catching up with people? Because otherwise it can feel really isolating as well. Just having those virtual cuppas or conversations with people can honestly help give us different perspectives, can help us to really learn from each other and just actually feel like there's a little bit of normality still happening in our lives as well. 
So again, I'm loving the fact that even when I'm chatting to my coaching clients and also in a virtual mastermind that I've pulled together, because as business owners, we could be so emotionally connected and attached to our business. But when you have someone else that can talk about your business or give you an idea or a different perspective, it can help you see things in a hugely different way. So really think about who's in your support network at the moment, both professionally and also personally, and think about what can you do to really lean on that so that you're helping others and others are helping you as well, because it massively helps us to be even more resilient in fun times like this. And then the last one is, how can we change up our environments, especially when we are in a lockdown type of situation where we don't have necessarily as much variety? So you might have to be a bit creative with this one. And of course, work with whatever you have available to you in terms of your space. But what I essentially mean by this is, if you're doing lots of different types of activities in the same location, your mind actually can get really confused in terms of how you should be feeling at that time, what kind of energy you should have. And really, it all comes down to the world of anchoring from NLP. So we can use this for our own positive reasons. So let me give you an example. If you want to have a place or a time where you're really focused, your head's down, you're doing a certain type of work, let's say it is delivering some client project work, and you're in that zone, well, that might be your desk. But then if you're then doing something else in that same place, like learning or being creative or having a casual conversation with someone, it can blur the lines. So what I'd really encourage you to do is look at different places, even in your home office or around your house and see, can you create different zones so that you know when you're in that place, you're doing a certain type of activity and therefore you know what to expect and that then becomes a sacred place for that particular activity. So for me, I do a lot of work at my desk when I'm working with clients and that's kind of what I kind of class as client delivery type of work. But when I am then learning, if I'm in that desk in the same place, I'm very much in work mode. So for me, when I am doing like an online course or I'm learning or if I'm reading a book, then I then look at, well, where can I do that? So for me, I often sit in the seat behind me and that's like a different zone. It's a bit more of a, this is Osman's time. That also applies when I'm having more of a casual virtual cuppa with a colleague or friends. I'll then go and sit there compared to when I'm sitting at my desk doing more of a coaching call. If I'm doing something that's quite admin based or finances kind of thing, I typically do that in the kitchen table. I've had to adapt this a little bit because I would typically before go and do that at different places in my office in the city centre. So I'm having to kind of rework my different zones in the house as well. But that also made a huge difference to Caius, okay? Because when he was doing some schoolwork, he was like, oh, let me just do that in the sofa. But then his concentration was not there because that's where he would typically watch TV, he'd play, you know, his games there. And again, there was a lot of blurred lines. So we decided at the weekend that we're going to help put different zones into place to help him as well. And it's making a huge difference already. So 
Behind me, I used to have a Harry Potter Lego set. If you've ever been on a video call, you might have seen it lurking in the background. That has temporarily been moved to actually be on my desk now, so I can see it right here in front of me. And where Harry Potter Hogwarts was, that has now become Caius's working desk. So that when he's doing activities that require him to have real concentration and just really be there, we can get Aaron out of the room because it's just like Caius needs his time and his focus there, then he'll come and do it there. But when there's more fun type of activities or things that they could do, like arts and craft kind of things, and that's where we'll do that in the kitchen, across the dining room table. And again, it just keeps things in a very zoned perspective. I did have to laugh because obviously I spend so much of my time on group calls on Zoom and that is not the norm for a lot of my family. And um, so we've been keeping in touch with my mum and dad, my sister, my brother. We've been doing group family Zoom calls and it got to the weekend and I think it was my sister that said, oh, are we doing a family Zoom call? And in my head, I was like, oh, Zoom is associated for me in terms of more of a business work kind of tool. And even the thought of doing that in my home office, it just had this anchor of like, it's not the weekend. It's not what I'm used to. So I was like, okay, let's do it. But let's do this one on my iPad. And we did that in the living room. So it felt more sociable as well. So I'm sharing that with you because especially if you are in lockdown and you're sitting at your desk to do everything Honestly, that could drive you crazy and it could confuse you. You might be going from one task to a different task that requires different energy or for you to show up in a different way. And I'd highly recommend that you change up your environment to see how that works. And the reason why we can learn that from a school point of view is that actually in Kaisa School, they do that often when they're doing different tasks or jobs, as they call it. Then they're at different parts of the classroom. Sometimes they're in the playground doing things. So how could we learn that to allow you to bring that into your working life as well? So yes, you might not be able to pop down to your local Costa or your Starbucks or whatever your coffee shop of fancy is at this time. But look around you. What can you do? If you are trying to relax, for example, go to a different place. Could you use some of your outside space, for example, to go and read a book outside if you want to relax? If you're wanting to get some more exercise in, then how can you do that? Whilst having a conversation, a catch up with a friend, that's what I'm doing. So again, it's mixing up my environment. I'm getting a bit of me time away from the family, but also getting to catch up with some friends and it doesn't feel like a a work type of call either. So I really hope some of these top tips that I have brought to life for you that have been inspired a lot from children, particularly our boys, can help you to look at how can you become even more resilient during these fun, adventurous and unprecedented times. And if you are listening to this podcast episode and we are way past the coronavirus lockdown and pandemic, which I honestly am praying will be very, very soon, then I'm sure these top tips can also apply to you and where we are in the world at that time. So thank you for listening in. As I am sure Kai said at the start, there is lots of top tips here that his daddy was going to share with you today. I hope they help you in some way. 
As always, I always love to hear from you to see what action you're taking. So please do reach out to me. You can find out how you can connect with me easily and all the links that I've talked about of previous episodes in the show notes at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 97. And I look forward to sharing more with you next week. Until then, bye for now. If you feel like you're still just scratching the surface and growing your business, and even with all the action that you're taking, you still regularly feel stuck or frustrated, then the chances are you're hitting one of the three business growth blocks that many entrepreneurs and business owners face. But don't worry, you can rapidly transform that from today. Simply start by taking my free business growth block quiz to see if your design, mindset and strategies are currently working for you or against you. Your results will help you put your finger on the elements that need your immediate focus. Plus, you'll also get access to a short video series with lots of practical ways to either fine-tune or overhaul each of these essential foundations. Take the free quiz now over at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz.